It's always refreshing when you find someone who is not only walking the walk, but talking the talk. Someone who is not only living his or her dream, but helping others live theirs. This week on the show, I talked to a young man who's literally changing the lives of young people in the New York area. I think you're going to really enjoy this show. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Relatively Normal. I am your host, Mark Paisant. Always great to have you here. As always, you can go to anchor.fm, search for Relatively Normal Podcast, go to that money button, and become a supporter today. You can support for as little as 99 cents a month. I appreciate all of you that are my supporters. If this is your first time listening, welcome. I hope you enjoy the show, and if you've listened before, welcome back. On this week's show, I welcome in a very special guest. His name is Antoine Noble. Antoine is the chairman and creator of an organization in New York called We Got Next Sports. It is a program that really looks out for the young people in the New York area. I love reading their mission. I really do. And I'll read part of it, but, you know, as a show that focuses on mental health and awareness, I think we all have to start to understand that the best way to affect somebody's mental health, to positively affect their mental health, is to start young. Is to help them escape or diverge from negative situations. Situations that's going to affect their confidence. Situations that's going to put them in the wrong path and not set them up to live a successful life. Just the first sentence of their mission is amazing. We Got Next Sports mission is to positively influence the lives of young people through the vehicle of sports. Just, it's amazing. And as a person who played sports all through my childhood up into college, I know how much sports meant to me. I know how much sports means to me now when I when I coach or when I ref or when I help young kids out. My daughter has started playing soccer. One of them started playing soccer and I'd love to be involved in that. I have coached youth basketball and I love being in that mentor spotlight. I love being able to mold young minds. I love being able to help them with issues not only on the court, but off the court. Because sports teaches us so much. And I'm going to focus kind of on team sports. 
I never really pay, played an individual sport, never played golf or tennis. But with team sports, you learn this dynamic. You learn that even if you play your best, doesn't mean your team's going to play their best. And vice versa, sometimes when you don't think you've given your best or when you think you can do better when you're kind of down, when you've had that off day, your team can still do well. It's basically a sum of all the parts. That's the big thing here. And teaching kids confidence, putting them in situations where they have to think on the fly, they have to negotiate with their teammates, they have to think of the greater good. And on top of all of that, on top of all of that, Antoine's organization finds ways to get kids out of bad situations and put them onto a court, onto a field, doing something productive. And that goes a long way with helping mold young minds. It goes a long way with putting kids on the right track. And I hear this all the time, and I'm sure you hear it too, about, oh, what's wrong with this generation? What's wrong with that generation? Oh, this generation is soft. That, 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 that wouldn't have happened in my day. First of all, if you speak like that, please stop. It's, and I, I don't want to be judgmental, but it's kind of annoying. But kids don't raise themselves. Kids don't teach themselves the way of the world. We do as parents. The onus of a child's upbringing, of their thought process, of how they live their life, is on their parents. Don't come to me and tell me that you don't know where your kid learned this from. You don't know why this generation acts the way they do. Everybody is taught, I shouldn't say everybody, but most people are taught by their parents. So what Antoine is doing is he is paving a way for kids to be successful adults. He is paving a way for the next generation of leaders to be able to lead in a way that helps that generation after them. And he played sports when he was younger. I played sports when I was younger. And this is our way of giving back. This is our way of saying thank you to those who came before us. Thank you to our teachers. Thank you to our coaches. Thank you to our mentors. Because without them, we wouldn't be the people we are today. I was fortunate enough to play on some really good teams. Both my brother and I played soccer and basketball. For a good amount of time, we played on the same teams. And we played at some of the highest levels of youth sports. We went to regional tournaments. We went to national tournaments. We played on AAU basketball teams. We played on select soccer teams. We went to showcase tournaments. Both of us got, you know, recruited to play sports in college. We both played college soccer. So I know what it's like to 
to be in that really competitive space of youth sports. But not everyone can get there or has the opportunity to get there. A lot of the competitive sports, especially nowadays, AAU ball is crazy nowadays. It's so expensive. And kids who come from low-income housing, kids who don't have a means to pay for uniforms, to pay for shoes, to pay for court time, to pay for trainers, what happens to them? Do we just say, too bad? Can't help you? What Antoine has done is he has said, I'm going to create a space for that player. And not only am I going to do this as a nonprofit, I'm going to make it free, but I'm going to make these kids be competitive. I'm going to make them love what they're doing. And I'm going to show them that you don't have to spend your time doing something that is not productive, doing something that won't make you better. I will give you a space that allows you to not only have fun and be competitive, but to be yourself and to grow up and to learn from mentors, diverse mentors. The other thing that I liked from his website is how he talked about the leaders that he wants in his We Got Next family. He writes, diverse and inclusive leadership allows an organization to have a positive impact on the youth and the community. We strive to constantly learn and educate ourselves to ensure we can serve our community and ensure diversity and inclusion in sports. Like I've said before, like I will keep saying, representation matters. If you want to get more young girls in sports, have women as mentors and coaches. It is just amazing the work he is doing. I'm so happy to have a conversation with him. And I'll give you some information at the end of the show, close to the end of the show, or he will give it, I should say, on how to become a donor today and, and give to this great organization. They're located in New York. Their plan is to get bigger. But for right now, he's just doing an amazing job, and so is his team. Um, I'm, I'm so happy doing this show when I get to talk about helping the youth, helping the young people. Now, it's been a long time since I was young, but there are some moments I can go back to in my history where there were turning points. There are moments I can think about conversations I had with coaches, conversations I had with mentors, conversations I had with teachers that were turning points for me in my life. I remember coaches sitting me down and telling me and, and, and challenging me and saying, we know you can do better. Times where I thought I had given everything I had and was failing, I had coaches that said, I know you can do more. And they would give me guidance and they would put me on the right path. And it was just up to me to listen and find that strength inside myself, find that courage that I wouldn't have found if that coach hadn't sat down and talked to me. 
I'll say it right now. If you, you don't even have to have a sports background. If you're an adult and you want to get involved in youth sports, just do it. They're always looking for coaches. The area I live in is looking for coaches. Hell, the area I live in is looking for referees too if you want to do that. But you kind of got to know the game for that. But it's just the feeling you get once you get to the end of a session, you get to the end of a season, and you see the progression. And that light bulb goes off, and the player sees that progression too. You run a play that would never have worked the first game of the season. But you get to that last game and they execute it perfectly. And whether they make the shot, win the game, miss the shot, miss the goal, whatever it is, just seeing the execution is an amazing feeling. Because here's the thing that young people don't understand, especially really young kids. Like when you get kids, like I used to coach kids in second, third, and fourth grade, like really young kids. I used to tell them, like, listen, enjoy the ride. Like, when you get to be an adult, you're not going to remember the score of these games. You're not going to remember whether you won or lost. You're going to remember the feeling you had when you were on your team, when you were with your friends, when you were with your teammates, when you were with your coach. You're going to remember those moments. You're not going to remember a game that you won or lost 40 to 38. You're not going to remember that part. You're going to remember the feeling that you had. So I commend Antoine and his group for doing what they're doing. After the quick break, I'll be back with Antoine Noble of We Got Sports. Or excuse me, I apologize. From We Got Next Sports to talk to him about his organization, how he affects young people in the New York area. And hopefully I can get a few of you to send some donations his way. So we'll be right back, and thank you for listening to the show. And we are back on the Relatively Normal Podcast. And like I mentioned before, special guest this week is the founder and chairman of We Got Next Sports out of New York. We have Antoine Noble with us this week. So Antoine, thank you so much for being a part of the show this week. Thanks for having me, Mark. I'm very excited to be on. This is great. We're excited to have you. So like I said, you're the founder and chairman of an organization called We Got Next Sports. Tell me a little bit about your organization, what it does, the people it affects, and what kind of got you started with this. Gotcha. So We Got Next Sports is a nonprofit organization uh, located in the, the Bronx right now. Um, we're serving the whole New York area and surrounding area. Uh, our Our main focus is to just positively influence the lives of young people through the vehicle sports. Um, so what we've been um, pretty much doing is uh, putting on 
some different programs. Um, this summer we had a few different programs for the community and they're all been free. So we're trying to uh, have as many free programs going on as possible. Um, this summer we did a basketball um, like fundamentals camp. We also did a full on basketball league for the summer. And um, we're working on our next part of the basketball initiative that is starting in about a week or so, which is gonna be a weekly program that we're doing. Uh, so as of right now, most of it's been basketball and it's all been free to the kids in the community. So I see on your mission, and you kind of mentioned it, uh, your mission is to positively influence the lives of young people through the vehicle of sports. What does that, break that down for me, what does that mean positively influence? What what kind of kids are you um, attracting? What are you trying to do? How are you trying to help these young people? Yes. Yeah, so uh, just from my experience, uh, sports is vast. Sports is something that just can't be described as putting a ball through a hoop or kicking a goal. I feel sports is something that can really impact your life and the people around you. Um, growing up playing sports uh, is what helped me like maintain that positivity in my life that made me want to go to college that made me want to be successful in my career and eventually which made me want to start this organization so um we're we're targeting young people all ages um from all works of life um in in the new york area right now uh we are working with a lot of kids in uh lower income areas and areas that do experience, unfortunately, uh, higher rates of violence. Uh, so we are just um, trying to impact those communities as best as we can. A uh, big problem that I saw, um, I, I live in the Bronx, so I'm, I'm, I'm in it. Like uh, I, I see things going on every day and um, it's something I definitely want to be a part of changing. So uh, these programs, that was our main reason for making them free. Um, we wanted it to be able to be available to as many kids as possible to get them doing something positive um, out of the streets, focused on um, doing doing good, good things in their communities. And that, again, that is amazing. So um, I wanted to ask you, like, how, how did you start it? What was the genesis of this program? What was it like from beginning? What what dreams did you have for it? And, and how do you keep going with this? So that's a really long story. A lot of things led me to getting here. Uh, starting uh, starting basketball leagues was always something I wanted to do since I was a kid. I always used to talk about it with my friends. Um, it's something I aspire to do on a large scale. Uh, and just have, have the fun of seeing people compete. Uh, me myself competing in these events and just uh, in, enjoying the sport I love. Uh, as time grew, as I grew up um, years later, uh, I, I, I became pretty successful in the field that I chose, which was um, I was pretty much in the tech sales uh, field. And uh, I got to a point where I was um, head of my department at a, at a job I, I really liked. Um, but. Uh, I just, something was always missing as I was getting these new accolades and promotions and things of this nature. Uh, I just wasn't fully fulfilled. And I always knew I wanted to do something in sports. And right after uh, college, I decided to take that leap and try to start a 
uh, a business around leagues. Uh, I did end up having a successful league, but what was next for that was pretty much my problem that I wasn't ready to solve at that point in time in my life. So I did uh, go get experience, worked at other places, and um, I decided to take that leap uh, in 2020. Uh, I was like, I just want to um, help develop kids. I want to uh, have leagues in the neighborhoods that don't have them. I want to just put more life back into the communities I love. And I, it hurts to not see the same level of competition happening in these different neighborhoods I walk around that I saw when I was a kid. Because kids are doing a lot of different things these days. Um, not knocking video games or anything like that. I'm a gamer myself, but uh, we we were outside. Like we were outside, we were playing a bunch of sports, traveling in different neighborhoods, playing different sports. Um, and that's something I felt was just lacking from availability. So I wanted to give kids the fair shot to be able to do that on on any level, not just the elite level kids. I want to give the kids that are just picking up a ball for the first time. I want to give them the same opportunities that the other kids would get. And I knew that I needed to have a larger program to support more kids and do that. Well, I can see. Well, that, that's that's great, and and it looks like you really found your calling, doing this, and and that's wonderful. In regard to the individual athlete, the the, the kid that that um, you know may have come from a a rough background, the kid that may have low self esteem, the kid that needs this in their life. You know, what does sports? What does you know your program? offer for that kid that might not be sports related it might not be the athletic side of it but what other things do kids get from sports that that you see because you're there you're you're running it you see these kids and you probably see a change in a lot of them you may have kids who are down and and don't really think highly of themselves get into a team environment and they just you know become the, the, the center of the crowd and they start to really not only love the sport, but start to really feel good about themselves. Like what, what do you see change in some of these kids? So I have a perfect example for that. Uh, the, the whole pandemic, uh, messed up a lot of kids. Um, it, for them not being able to do everything that they've been doing their whole lives, um, really took a toll. It took a toll on us as adults as well, but really with them, um, after being inside for like a year and a half, to almost two years and now being able to come back out and go right back into sports you may have loved before. A lot of kids have come back out of shape uh, and just low on confidence that they can still do the things they used to do. Uh, so just being a part of the program, it, as the time goes on, you see they're getting their confidence back and it's all about having that passion, that work ethic to uh, get back out there. That's the first step, getting back out there. And then any steps that you might have lost you see you get them back as time goes on you can see your progression and that gives them confidence not only succeed at that sport but succeed in other things that maybe they maybe have not been doing for the last uh two years uh so i i just think being a part of it um especially socially uh working on just different teamwork things uh there's, there's been a lot of that lacking because they've all been behind screens for the last two years but 
being out there, it, it was fun to them. They liked that they were back to talking face to face and having fun together, not just talking on mics and on video screens and things like that. Like they, the actual being face to face and doing something together um, gave them the confidence that they always had and just lost during the pandemic. That, I mean, that's great to hear. And, and another thing I want to bring up is, is something else you have on your website is you talk about, you know, diversity and inclusion in your leadership. And you talk about how that allows you to have a positive impact on the youth and the community. Kind of talk about how you feel about having, you know, a strong, diverse leadership group for this organization. So I think that's super important. I think representation from all um, points of view is important to not only um, being able to understand children, what they're going through, but also to relate. Uh, so I've tried to make sure that my board um, is made up of people that have experienced a bunch of different things. Uh, I just gender or race related, just different um, upbringing, um, uh, different, um, different cities, different neighborhoods growing up in, uh, just to understand where kids are coming from. Uh, I wanted to make sure that my board is diverse. Uh, it's also um, majority women because I feel that women's participation in sports is something that is growing, but it should have already been there. And I want to definitely be part of that and have a vehicle for girls' participation in sports to continue to grow and just be the same as it is in boys' sports. And you're, I mean, you're absolutely right about that. We're, we're seeing, I don't want to say a lot more, but we're, you know, we have coaches in the, the NBA, assistant coaches in the NBA that have, they've hired women as assistants. We have a few coaches in the NFL, referees in both sports, but, you, you know, kind of talk about like it, the, the young girls you see, how important is it, is it for them to have women in those leadership roles or, or women to look up to how, how important is that in your program great example um the the young girls that showed up for our camp uh they they like to stick together um girls like to see a lot of other girls that like the same thing as them when the majority of the time it's just boys that they'll have to end up playing with so uh just having that leadership and them seeing hey uh there's there's like women instructors, there's women coaches here um, that are have done the same thing that I aspire to do. Just being able to see that is uh, great for them and I think it keeps them coming. Uh, we had we had one girl, uh, the first day of camp, it, she was the solo girl and she was like, oh man, I don't want to come back <laughs> uh, to her mom. But by the end of the day and just seeing the different types of uh, support she had, she changed her mind about it and came back and the next day it was another girl, then another girl. So uh, it's very important to keep that going. I wish we had much more girls this summer, um, but we're definitely working on that. Uh, girls came to watch uh, the games and they were they were um, intrigued. They wanted to participate. And that's a main thing that I'm working on I want to eventually have an all-girls league just for them to participate in. So you heard here, you know, Antoine wants the the young girls to participate, wants the women to be leaders, 
wants diverse diversity and representation in his leadership and that's all great stuff and I and I love to hear it um so how how does how does we got next sports how does it grow what what are you looking to do in the next six to 12 months where do you see it in the next five to ten years like what do you want out of this organization uh, long term i know it's kind of broad but it's, it's it covers everything in the long term i want we got next to be seen as the embodiment of what sports should be in the in the community i i want it on, on a different level of engagement from uh, other organizations I've seen, I, I want the community involved. I want as many kids involved as possible. I want a huge program with a huge facility that we can accommodate all kids, ages, and just have things available to them when they want them. Um, there was just from growing up, there's times, especially in the winter, where there's nowhere to go play. Uh, I want to have my doors open to those kids that want somewhere to go do something positive and always have that place and know is they somewhere they can depend on. In the short term, uh, we are working on getting our baseball program started, which will be starting in the next two weeks. So we're going to be doing baseball in the Bronx area uh, around Longwood. Uh, we have a great baseball coach that will be teaching the fundamentals, um, starting from the very beginner stuff and building up some players. Uh, we have a program um called saturday night lights that we are doing um with the soundview cornerstone it is a it's going to be like basketball drills and workouts and it is on saturday nights between 5 p.m and 9 p.m now between those times because this is in conjunction with the city uh in the high times of crime rates to keep kids out of the streets during those times and doing something positive so this is every Saturday um, going until June 2022. And after that, we'll be getting ready to rev it right back up to continue going on. So uh, that's what we have coming in a, in the short term. And we also are planning a She Got Next initiative weekend. So we talked about uh, what I would like to see from a girl standpoint, but what we're actually going to be putting into action is a weekend where we're going to be looking for a bunch of different uh, women leaders and in industry to come out, um, talk to girls. Uh, we want a lot of guest speakers, a lot of participants, and we want to have it all cultivate in a weekend style event where we have an all girls uh, tournament for girls of all ages. Uh, if hopefully we get enough girls interested in a bunch of different sports and we can have a bunch of different events going on. So that's something we have in the works and we're developing right now to get more girls engaged um, and get them some mentors if they don't have any. And that all that sounds great. And um, I I really wish you the best doing all that. I, I did want to kind of talk to you about this because um, especially the day and age we live in, um, you know, whether you watch sports or not, it's kind of hard to um, – to think of youth basketball and not think of AAU or not think of YBOA or, or these super teams that all you hear about, like, um, in AAU, let's be honest, AAU can be expensive. Um, yes. and the traveling can be expensive and it's very selective. And 
I know personally, I know a lot of kids that literally given up on their dream because they didn't make the all-star AAU team. What is, it seems like your organization would love for kids to be successful at sports like that. We would all love everybody wants everyone to be successful at sports, but it seems like your organization has a different mindset. Like your thought process isn't to always just be good at sports, but you're doing something extra. You're giving kids an outlet to, to grow, to mature, to, to, you know, get away from the, negative influences and come play sports and learn how to be a team player, learn how to trust your teammates, learn how to trust in yourself, to believe in yourself. And I mean, am, am I wrong with that? Or just, that's what se- it seems like you're doing that little extra and not just focusing on that all-star AU team or that all-star travel team or, or getting this person to a tryout to make this specific team. Like what, is, is, am I am I kind of reading that right? You're absolutely spot on. Uh, so, perfect example. Uh, this summer, um, I had a group of kids uh, that haven't been out outdoors. They haven't been playing sports. Um, so we had a like a pretty much a fundamentals camp, just going over basics, getting them back into being outside, playing sports. Uh, then we had this basketball tournament. So they these kids were playing against other kids that have been for the last few years traveling AAU, even during the pandemic, continuing to play sports and uh, just working on their craft this whole time. My my whole thing and our organization's whole thing is passion work, work ethic. So just work hard, try your best and things will work out. It may, may not have that immediate success, but you're getting better every day as long as you're trying as hard as you can. So in this tournament, we ended up the second seed in the tournament against other organizations and kids that have been doing this. Um, so uh, they were very excited about that. And going into the playoffs, there was a team that was definitely the favorite to win. Everyone picked that team. And we ended up getting to the finals. Uh, and we ended up playing that team and we beat them by four. So I took a a group of kids that at the beginning of the summer weren't even sure they could still do this and weren't looking forward to like their upcoming school years and seasons because they didn't even know if they would be able to make the teams. And we even had some kids on our team that never played under a whistle before. Uh, So it was a learning experience and they all listened, learned and came together and they were able to beat a team that legit plays in every tournament in the city and so that was a huge moment and that's really what we want we got next to be uh we want to eventually have that aau travel team but i want to build it from the ground up i want to build it from the kids that don't make those teams the kids that need that extra work the kids that get left behind i want to prove to them and the community that it's not just those 12 to 15 guys that should be able to playing these different things uh, and you just forget the rest and they have nowhere to go develop because some kids need a place. They need coaching. They need to be able to learn from someone to develop and get the skills so they can go make those teams. If they're just left behind and to do things on their own, they might not have the instruction or 
even discipline to do it themselves. That's why coaches are here. We're here to help with that. So I want to build some teams from the ground up and then go to these AAU tournaments and shock the world. So that is um, pretty much why he was spot on. I want to take those developmental kids and make them into the stars that I know they can be. That is, that's a great story. And you love to hear it. You really do love to hear it. And, you know, thank you so much for sharing. So how can people get in contact with you? How can people get in contact with the, your organization? And, um, you know, where do they go to, to find out more about what you provide? So uh, there's a few ways. Uh, we have our website, which is wegotnextsports.org. Uh, you can see the different things that we're doing. There's a bunch of pictures of the kids out in their tournaments, programs, having fun. Uh, there's our upcoming events page that you can see. Um, all the tabs are at the top when you go. We have our Instagram page. It's at Real We Got Next. This is where most of our social media is done on our Instagram page, where we show different events that we're doing and just a bunch of pictures of the kids having fun. Uh, we also have Facebook. Uh, it's facebook.com dash we got next sports. Uh, pretty much same kind of content from the Instagram. And those are pretty much the outlets to see what we're up to and what we're doing. Uh, we're always, we are a nonprofit, so we are always looking for donations. Uh, all of those different uh, social media and website that I said, those are all places you can go to help out the organization and help us make sure that our programs can remain to be free for the kids and we can have our doors open for all. That's great to hear. You you, you heard it here. Um, we got next sports looking out for the the future generations of America. Um, and Antoine, if you're ever in the Atlanta area, please look me up. I'll definitely uh, meet up with you and we can we can talk about sports for a long time, my man being uh, you know Absolutely. Uh, I so sure will. I've yeah, I played uh, soccer and basketball and coach both of those sports. So I this is right up my alley. I appreciate it. And this is a first on the show, um, since I love what you're doing, uh, the Relatively Normal Podcast will donate $100 to We Got Next Sports um, and hopefully just help out any way we can. And I hope if you are, if you're listening out there, you go to the website, you go to the IG page, you go to Facebook and you just give what you can. This is, y- you heard it from Antoine. We're, we're changing. Yeah, we're changing young people's lives. And uh and man, thank you so much for being a part of this show. Um, and one thing that we do on this show, just one last thing, is just uh, just to put some levity to it. We've talked about a lot of good stuff. Just the random question. If you had a chance to be a starting point guard in the NBA or a general manager in the NBA, which one would you choose? Ooh. Okay. So answer might be cheating. So if I, I'll be a starting point guard and make sure I'm the best at it. So later on when I retire, they'll want me to be a GM. I don't mind that at <laughs> all. I don't mind that at all. Antoine, thank you so much for being a part of the show. I appreciate you. I appreciate what you're doing for the kids. You keep it up. And uh, whenever you're in town, let me know, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for your generosity. We really appreciate it. A 
huge thank you to our special guest this week, Antoine Noble of We Got Next Sports Program. He is doing amazing things, and please go check out his website, his IG page, or his Facebook and donate today. As always, Relatively Normal is written, produced, and edited by me, Mark Paisant. And if you or someone you know is in crisis, please contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at one 800 237 8255.